binoculars or what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Hey, welcome to Featured Creatures. I'm Alan. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. A lot of technical problems before we started. I don't feel like it was that bad this time. I had a switch on my mic and my computer turned off and wouldn't turn on. It was loud. It was a very loud off turning. Yeah. I could hear it from across the room. Is that a crossover? Is that a a crossover episode because the power crossed in your computer and killed it? Sure. All right. Crossover. (laughs) I'll take it. All right. Let's, uh, huh. I don't remember what. Okay. So it's not really a news story. Where's my fucking phone? Where's my phone? You just grabbed it. So it's not really a news story. But let me silence it first. That's a good idea. I thought we all always did that. I mean. Oh, I did find a new favorite website that I'm going to be going to a lot. Really? For the show. What's it called? (laughs) Liveterrasaur.com. So is that it's like a like a cam site, but for I wish. Okay. It's just it's like collecting pterodactyl and pterodon sightings. Wow. And I found an article on it that is just pure beauty. Okay. I'm interested. How to videotape the ropin with a drone. (laughs) All right, how? Introduction. Oh. I assume at least two explorers are at a major crater lake, like Umboy Island, Papua New Guinea. Probably one of these lakes. Pung, Malangpot, bon- Bono. Uh, I assume that the explorers have attained the needed permission from local village leader to be there. I also assume that you know and understand the following. I'm just going to read the bullet points because I don't want to read the whole thing. That's the journey for you, the listener, to choose to Listener discover. and reader. You do double the work. All right. Looking for the roping. A few simple ideas for filming the roping. So, you have your drone has to match the direction of flight, but have your camera pointed to the side. Okay. And that, all right. And there's they have picture diagrams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Okay, so what, can I ask, this This might be a stupid question, yeah. given the, the context around this. The rope is some kind of pterodon. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, if the drone gets closer to the rope than you had planned, be prepared for a possibility that animal and the animal may turn to approach the drone. It may be best if they are very close to each other to turn to get to turn to get onto the tail side of the rope like World War II fighter pilots did in dogfighting. Uh, there's a final message from the author of this in the middle of the article. It's just like final message and then it continues. Yeah. It's like final message. Uh, those are some general suggestions, blah, blah, blah. And then the next like bullet point is how to find the rope in, in Umboy. See, okay, that's what I'm curious. How do you find it? This is about how to get close enough to a rope in on Umboy Island and parentheses and under reasonable conditions, be able to get reasonable photos and video footage of this featherless flying creature. Now, now does he actually have reasonable stuff? See, because that's what I'm thinking. If this guy's written this guide, that means... He- must there, mu- there must be so much, so much like a video. <laughs> exactly. Just like a lot These of guys just blasting rope into the video. internet. <laughs> exactly. 
Precisely. Uh, pterosaurs are still living in the southwest Pacific. Umboy Island, Papua New Guinea, is not the only place in the southwest Pacific where people see pterosaurs or pterosaur-like flying creatures with a long tail and no sign of any feathers. I just got a pop-up message from a friend. <laughs> Crossover. Uh, he was asking if I was going to sell him some magic cards. Nice. That is not a crossover redacted. Oh, these are links. Like the animal, the links, like the big no, because uh, then there's a video. There's a, a link to f- filming with a drone. Several techniques for videotaping are open, and then there's a section called rope and humor. <laughs> Everything no. you wanted to know about non-extinct what? pterodactyls, but you were afraid to admit that you'd seen one. Whoa. And then there's a link to non ex- uh, This website is a gold mine. Can you dox a rope in? Sure <laughs> right, put them on blast. Yeah. Poking, Find all the okay. other rope So it links to a website called flyingdinosaur.com. Okay. Flying-dinosaur.com. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Poking fun at the rope The light side of modern flying dinosaurs. <laughs> I love the picture. This, the picture this they have, community. The picture they have is... No. <laughs> Turn this towards me. I can't, that, I can't this, see it from here. This really is a sight to behold. Well, oh, my God. No, I know Larry King says uh, that show it, with the horse is the greatest show on Earth, but it's this one. It's just a bunch of, like, dinosaurs and other, like, prehistoric animals just hanging around the Wright Brothers airplane. <laughs> it, just, it looks like the, those old, like, Oh, turn of the century silent film okay this website's just full of fun pictures because this one is (laughs) called modern pterosaur and it's like a magazine cover oh i was expecting to be like a dilbert thing like he's like a suit and tie going to work it's a modern kind of dinosaur i love this we want to live in ropens at the desk i don't know i don't see why ropen can't join the workforce i mean as long as he has something to contribute look at all the experience they've got they should be way higher than a pencil pusher been around for 20 million years and hiding out in Papua New Guinea. So, should we get to today's featured creature? Uh, y- yes. Yes, we should. So, today's featured creature. Uh, we're talking about dwarves. <laughs> Interesting. I hope uh, we, can, uh, we can treat this subject with the, uh, the dignity it deserves. <laughs> yeah, because we're talking about dwarves. <laughs> The <laughs> okay. Germanic folk creature. Capital okay, right. D. Serious dwarves here. Okay. So, the first thing that research, I always look for names and etymology. The etymology of the word dwarfs is a clusterfuck. Really? Explain. No one knows where it comes from. People have diff- argue over different origins. And, uh, fun fact, the plural dwarves with a D-W- A-R-V-E-S didn't exist until Tolkien. Interesting. Huh. Before the plural was just dwarf, like, with an S. I see. So. What about dwarfs? Does that, I mean. uh, He just does teach his golf, though. I see. Interesting. (laughs) Dwarf does golf. (laughs) And, um, so, I decided, if I'm talking about the fictional literary creature dwarves, I write it with With a V. And if I'm talking about, like, pre-Tolkien mythology dwarves. I write it with the F. Wow. So I can tell it apart. Some subtle nuance there to the, uh, to the linguistics. All right. I think Are it makes we sense. dwarfing the subject here? 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> God damn you. You bitch. <laughs> Habitat. Uh, mountains. Okay. I live in mountains. In caves. And underground. And also, the realm of Svartalheim. Okay, that I remember. All right. Description. In Norse mythology, the dwarves are short and pitch black in appearance. Yeah, that sounds right. Sometimes bearded. More common, like more common dwarves that we see now are just super, like four feet, three feet wide. Yep. (laughs) And with large beards. Short, stout, and bearded. I'm like I'm liking yeah that three feet wide bit. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, dwarves are fucking built like mini fridges. They're stout. They're yeah, keg mode as they say. They're like barrel people. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> I love dwarves. Uh, noted for being extremely skilled smiths and craftspeople, they are also insanely strong. Yep. Uh, the dwarves, Austri, Vestri, Nordri, and Sudri, east, west, north, and south, hold up the four corners of the sky in, Dor- in Norse mythology. Nice. So they got four you know, mini atlases. You know who doesn't do that? Who? Atmospheric beasts. Not real. <laughs> they hold up the atmospheric beasts. Yeah, I mean, if they were real. The atmospheric like, beasts hold up the planes so they don't fall. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I keep telling yourself that. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. Yeah. <laughs> the mildew clouds. Your fake vapor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, they also turn into stone in the sun. Interesting. Yeah. That's a thing from Norse mythology that I... <laughs> so Norse dwarves are like Tolkien trolls. Uh, also, some Norse trolls talk, turn into stone. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Just a lot of things just turn to stone and just fucking hate the sun. What okay. what makes atmospheric beasts turn real? If you believe hard enough. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll you keep. specifically. As it ain't happening. <laughs> not 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 you uh generally, you specifically. No, you the Allen. Uh according to the Poetic Edda, they are created from the blood of Brimir and the bones of Blaine. Whoa. In the Prose Edda. They are described as being sim- beings similar to maggots festering in the flesh of Ymir. And um, Bimir, or Bremir and Blaine are both other names, like older names for Ymir. I see. Interesting. I love Norse mythology. I was about to say dor- dwarfs mythology. <laughs> I mean that too. Before being uh, granted reason by the gods... They're, they're maggots before they're yeah. dangerous. reason. Uh, some items created by the dwarves include Molnir, Thor's hammer, Glepnir, the ribbon that bound Fenrir, Skidbladnir, Freyr's ship, Gungnir, Odin's spear, and just Sif's gold hair. Yeah, it sounds right. Gave her a wig. That is something that is not uncommon in like uh, a lot of... Uh, Except for it wasn't a wig. It was just part of her head. Yeah, just made it. Alright, I got some sightings? Well, see, because that's... This is where things get weird, right? Because it's like... Well, where things get fun. 
Okay. All right. Eleven thirty-eight. A dwarf was captured in a <laughs> cellar of a German monastery. Jesus. Like, I have to take your glasses off to laugh. Just keep going. It was very black and didn't speak any known language. (laughs) Up to this point, you're like, oh, they did something terrible to a foreigner. (laughs) He was tied up. The rope was loosened to see what it would do. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, let, let's see what I'll do if we uh, let him Wait, shake maybe, him way out. Maybe he's okay. Maybe he's just mad because you guys tied him up. Like, relax for a sec. It, it just reminds me of the episode of Sunny where they catch the fucking <laughs> leprechaun in the glue trap. <laughs> so, they, so they loosen up this, this little dude. Yeah, uh, to see what he would do. He returned to the cellar where he was found, rain, <laughs> raised a stone from the ground, <laughs> And entered and disappeared through like a hole that no one could enter through. <laughs> the stone, uh, the the tunnel was then sealed with a cross. By by the gnome or by the church? Oh, by the church. Oh, good God! Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love these dwarf sightings. They blow the shit out of like English fairy sightings. <laughs> All right, we're jumping uh, 500 years, uh, 497 years in the future. I'll take it. 1635. Hans Kreppel saw a moss woman, in quotes, and had a chat with her. A moss woman. Yeah. This is uh, a species of dwarf. Uh, apparently, dwarven women, even though they're not, they're rarely seen yeah. or talked about, are just hairy completely. Like cousin is uh, more like uh, Jojo the dog face boy. Okay, all right, yeah, interesting. August eighteenth, sixteen forty four. Her Faust Johann George the first caught a two foot female dwarf. That's pretty small, even for dwarf standards. Mm-hmm. Might have been a child, but he captured it. That's what it says. Sixteen sixty two, and. "Quote unquote," Earth Woman <laughs> tried the, tried the old crib swap. <laughs> Whoa! In a uh, Salfeld, tried to replace a human baby with her baby. Interesting. Nineteen sixty four near Dresden, a dwarf was observed. <laughs> just doing the old thinker, just, just huh. having a thought. 1665, in Lutzem, a dwarf lived in a cellar and was observed several times. Like, it just hung out there and, like, everybody was like, oh, that's where yeah, the dwarf lives. like, well, people just watched it. So we've got a dwarf pretty much every year now, like. For a little bit, yeah. Uh, missed not, uh, 63, but yeah. And now jumping to 1669. Nice. Uh, another was spotted in Dorio. That's all for the 1600s. December 22nd, 1954. 
Venezuelan hairy dwarves. <laughs> There's enough information on this for a whole episode on their own. <laughs> okay, so we're doing that. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a list okay. already. Okay. Venezuelan <laughs> hairy dwarves. I mean, I just, I would have thought that, you know, at about the turn of the century that we'd stop having, like, dwarf sightings because like, i mean there's a gap of 300 years I mean, of no dwarf sightings <laughs> like you think that people would have been like oh yeah sometimes people are just like born you know with a condition that makes them very small all right 1975 <laughs> the Toka methodist school in fiji students saw about eight two foot tall hairy creatures <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me, but it's just like because I like these ones are literally just sightings and nothing happened. Like, <laughs> oh, we saw I saw one. I I, I I I saw I saw one. I mean, I think what was it doing? Just fucking sitting there. I just saw one. I think I like you can is, hang out with them. Like, yeah, I just chatted up this moss person. Before we get to the pop culture, oh, I still love. The origin for the dwarfs in the Silmarillion. Oh yeah, no, it is that I I was going to mention it in pop culture because that it's a great story and it's just fun. One of the god's sons is like, I want to be like dad, and he makes fucking dwarves after his dad made humans and elves, and they're all bad. They're just <laughs> bad copies of humans and elves. <laughs> They've got all all the 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 earth traits, just not that good. That's yeah. why that they're all misshapen. Why there's like no actual dwarf women. Tolkien's a fun boy. He is indeed. I really want to see that movie. Which one? I saw a trailer for a biopic. Biopic, biopic, I don't give a shit. About how people pronounce it. It's a biopic. A movie on whether people say Tolkien or Tolkien? Or uh, Tolkien? It's just about his life. Oh, I thought it was about pronunciation. <laughs> I wish. Just an hour and 40 minutes of people like, it's actually... Toilkin. It's an entomological, etymological, uh, just feast for the senses. So pop culture, first thing, the Tolkien books. Most of them. Yeah. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Most uh, fantasy-based tabletop games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Warhammer. There's some uh, in Discworld. Yeah. Uh, There's some dwarves in Artemis Fowl. Basically everything in the fantasy genre. Yeah. Warcraft, countless other books. Dwarves are a staple. Dragon Age. Yep. Has another really good dwarf thing. Possibly the best dwarf. They all are not even they all live underground. And uh they think that if they exit the underground, they will just fall upwards forever. Yep. Yep. Well, isn't Sandal a dwarf? I don't think so. No, Sandal's just like a like Enchantment? A, a special needs child, let's just say. Yeah. Dragon Age Origins is good. Indeed. Uh yeah, lots of video games. Uh Dragon's uh, Crown. I'm getting there. But yeah, let's skip ahead one thing. Dragon's Crown. Dwarf's Crown. <laughs> yep. It's uh maybe one of my favorite video games. It's definitely it my favorite game to play with like three other people. <clears throat> It might be my favorite dwarf appearance in a video game. And that's who I main. I don't play fucking sorceress or wizard or Amazon or elf or fighter. I mean, sorceress is where it's at. And it's dwarf. But, I mean, 
I'm gonna post the. I'm on Twitter. I'll post the video. You'll link, link to Dwarf's Crown, the, the video that made me play the game. Yeah. So wow, I passed this thing up. I should not have. So good. I bought it twice. Yeah, me too. I bought a third time if I had to. So and then this other one I discussed with Alan earlier. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, there's a punk band called Dwarves. <laughs> and looking into them and listening to their songs, they remind me of the Aqua Teen like band Totem Pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's about Forbes, Alan. Oh yeah, I know. Excessively offensive. Become a total parody of themselves, and when you think you can't do it anymore, they fake the guitar's death, and people believe them and got <laughs> oh mad about God. it. But you, you can't believe anything about him. Yeah, Black nuts. Dahlia, the angriest little dude in the world. He he is a dwarf. He's an angry. Moss-covered man just screams at people. I mean, I think the reason this is so funny to me is because, like, we know what, like, being in the 20th century, like, I think we know the origin of all, uh, like, dwarf mythology. Like, various kinds of dwarfism exist. Yeah. So it's just, like, you know, they they captured a black dwarf in a church cellar. It's like that didn't speak German. Yeah, like it was it was just <laughs> or any European who, language. It was just somebody who had dwarfism, and you just like captured him in your basement. Like real nice guy. Let him go. Just and he escaped let, through a tunnel. He escaped through his tunnel. I don't know. Maybe so, that one was supernatural. I'm gonna read to you as of 2017 the lineup, like the the band members of. The dwarves. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, hold on. First of all, are there seven of them? No, there's five. Oh, man. They missed, they missed so, their chance on that one. On the Wikipedia, the picture goes left and right. Rex everything. <laughs> Hunter down, uh, Hunter down, for, uh, in quotes, Martinez. Blagdalia. <laughs> <laughs> like B-L-A-A-G. B-L-A-G. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Darkness, <laughs> and he who cannot be named, who is wearing a luchador mask. Maybe has died, maybe not. Oh my goodness. And, yeah, uh, they're, they're great. Past members of this band include Salt Peter, <laughs> Thrusty Otis, Wreck <laughs> Tom. Clint Torres. <laughs> I like how the normal names are funny. <laughs> Dutch ovens. <laughs> Crash Landon. <laughs> Holy Smokes, but Holy is spelled W H O with an umlaut. As in entirely. L L E Y. Smokes is S M. O with an umlaut, K K E S. The rare double K consonant. Vag more. <laughs> Dylan Weed. How many past members? Gregory are Pecker. There? Eric Generic. That one's pretty good. I like that one. Marky Desaad. I love some of these. Simone, this this is like the list of band names from uh from Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's like all of uh Tazzy Bushweed. That's just impressive. <laughs> uh, 
chip fracture. Dark shoulders. I feel like these are all just like one guy in the band that just keeps changing his name. Uh, Andy Christ. <laughs> that's that's pretty punk rock right there. Slambo. One word. <laughs> just Slambo. Slambo. Randall Cry. Uh, C Y R. How'd you pronounce that? Cryer. Kai. Would you say C Y R? Yeah. Seer. Oh yeah. Kyer. Randall Seer. That's the band, form, current and former members of the Dwarves. Good guy. Uh, actually, I'm going to go back to that page uh, because I didn't read you any of their band or their song titles. Oh my gosh. Uh, you'll love the album covers and titles. And I'm going to have to check these people out. So their first album from 86 is called Horror Stories. Their third album is called Blood, Guts, and Pussy. Their newest album, oh, 2018, Take Back the Night. Oh, wow. Uh, some of these singles, okay. From 88, parentheses, Lick It, Sit on My Face, slash I Want to Kill Your Boyfriend by Seizure. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, gentlemen prefer blondes, parentheses, but blondes don't like cripples. <laughs> Jesus. These are their singles. Uh, we must have blood slash surfing the intercourse barn. Surfing the intercourse barn. Yeah. This how have I never heard of this? But like this is very late seventies, eighty six, like late seventies, early eighties, like very very punk. Like I can't tell if it's ironic or if like they didn't know what irony was and we're just imitating other punk scenes. So after that, there's. Dwarves in one piece. Really? But they're like five inches tall, super strength, and most of them have like animal tails. Interesting. So they're like more like gnomes. Yeah, more like fairies. All right. All Just the ones that have uh, double fruit powers. Like they have one has, like two of them have like bug double fruit powers. Interesting. It's real fun. Uh, there's a lot of dwarves in magic. And I ran out of room on my page for any more pop culture. Wow. Yeah, because they're like everywhere. They Maybe yeah. the most prolific, ironically. Which brings us to our new rating system. Oh boy, I'm excited for this one. <laughs> so we'll start with the dwarf, and then we'll go back and do eight. Uh, eight of our previous ones. We'll do eight until we catch up. Okay. Which will be by the 47th episode we should be done. Nice. Okay, so... So we're going to like rapid fire these? We're going to like long form discussions? You can talk about them. So the first, uh, our new rating system took us a little bit to just come up with one. Like seeing if they're real or not. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Takes the fun out of it. Get over it. Takes the fun out of it. But can it kill a hippo? Well, hold on. Does it have to to kill a hippo or just beat a hippo? How else do you beat a hippo? Well, Well, you you can run. Challenge to chess. You know? No, you have to kill it and you have to beat it in one on one Mortal you just Kombat. Become a better person, the hippo. And it's already like, everyone already is. You, I mean, like come you guys on, both graduated what? from the same high school. Everyone's like, already better people than hippos. Oh, you leave bull. town, you come back ten years, and the hippos like still there at the same you know dead end part time job. Like you beat the hippo. No, no. I think you have to kill the hippo. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, I agree. I with think that, a I dwarf guess. can kill a hippo. Well, I d- I also agree, 
Because, I mean, if we're talking, like, full-on mythological dwarves... They got super strength. They got super strength. They're expert smiths. They got powers. Yeah. You know? So, we all agree dwarf can kill hippo? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's go back to our first episode. Can a Hopkinsville goblin kill a hippo? No. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. I want to say yes... It but is I the don't, size don't, of its maw. We don't have enough evidence, is all I'm saying. And see, here's the thing, though, right? Because, I mean, well, okay, like, just one-on-one, I, I don't think so. Yeah, but like, if it was all but five maybe, of them? Maybe en masse, yeah. like in a group, maybe. Mm, I mean, can you can you shock an awe hippo? I don't think so. I don't think they have, like, that so, kind of conceptual so understanding. No? No. Right. I'll, I'll agree no, unfortunately. Uh, Mokeli Mavembe. Yes. Yes. yes because they're famous. For, they're famous for, <laughs> they're killing for killing hippos. Uh, Chicago Phantom, also known as Great Lakes Mothman. Oh, he doesn't it have another name now, too. No, the, the new one is Great Lakes Mothman. That's right. Because it was, took it it was the. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, no, because I don't think a golf cart can kill a hippo. Yeah, we don't have enough evidence. Well. <laughs> too many things. <laughs> what if you just dunk an electric golf cart in, in the hippo water? I don't think that'll work. I, I think it I'll will. Get, I, I, I'll get to that later. All right, all right. But I don't think a golf cart battery holds enough charge to kill a hippo. That's true. Yeah, yeah. All right, no. It's a no for me. No, no, no. Also, no, I, I, yeah. I don't think we have enough evidence. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say no. Can a Wolpertinger kill a hippo? Definitely. I don't think well, so. Well, hold on, because Wolpertinger is, no, no, that is, that's the specific one, right? Wolpertinger is the... It's the subgenre yeah, of... Yeah, it's uh, the hyper fucking... <laughs> compilation rodents the mega chimera well see because that's the thing though because like it depends on how you know chimera size it is i don't think because it's not ever bigger than rodent size i'm going full chimera it can go in all the hippo blind spots hippo neck can't get it well it, see it, that's kind of what i'm saying is yeah. like what because i mean it could it depends Wait, what would the parts of it have to be for it to kill to a kill hippo? a hippo all right sharp on. enough to just repeatedly just go at it it's gotta it's have blind spot. it's gotta have porcupine quills first of all Okay, so uh, I think hippo skin is too thick for that. In the mouth, though. Okay, fine. I don't think hippo gives a. Also, fuck. you know, here's the thing: it just too. like just jump, it's it opens can, its mouth, and it's like okay, yeah. And then fucking crunch, it's dead, and the hippo has an inconvenience. I, I think mean, there's going to yeah, be a symbiotic so relationship. I, it's a draw. I say, well, we're going to take it down, or it's symbiotic, and they become buddies, just like how they eat the little things off its back. <laughs> it's a win-win, you know. I like that. Okay, so draw. So it's a tie. It's a it's a tie on that. I think asterisk the, depending on hybridization. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Kappa. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, no, I don't think so. I feel like they can lose to people in wrestling matches, and their arms are so easily pulled off. But that involves. And if they're catch trying to drown a horse, they have to formally apologize. Hold and on, a hippo but, is a horse. Oh uh, yeah. But can't. All right. That is a technicality. But can't they just like suck the hippo's soul out of its butt? Don't yeah. But but has to wrestle it first. But here's the thing, if it's all It has in, to drown it first, and a hippo can hold his breath a real long time. But the thing is that... And that little boy has to hold this girthy third largest land animal. I still think it can do it, because you can't knock its water out since it's in water. It has to be the water from its river that has to be filled with. But it's going to invade its river anyway. No, the the rate of hippos going global... This is inevitable, and it's going to happen. I, I think the hippo can just crush it to fucking death. I don't. <laughs> it just goes full, uh, <clears throat> full like, Dungavon. Hippo's still in that fingers. How's he going to grab his, his little, like, fetal monkey arm off? It's what if, huge mouth? 
No, because again, this this depends on being able to reach it. I think then it'll just roll over. And you think he won't roll over? He's a master sumo dude. <laughs> I don't know. They lose to children. Yeah, but that's different. Children cheat. They throw sand in your eyes. Hippo don't cheat. They can't throw sand in your I eyes. Think it, have you seen a hippo splatter shit everywhere? <laughs> yes, but I, I think that the kappa would love that. <laughs> I don't think that's playing those weaknesses. Fine. What's your vote? It's like oh, butt juice. Cool. Alan uh, Shefton. I actually just want to support Alan because right. he put in so much work. I think you know, that he really went to bat. This for is the a Kappa. democracy for hippo murder. He went. So. He went. He went to bat for the for the Kappa. I have okay. to support it. Nimble butt sucking is always Thunderbird. Can a Thunderbird kill a hippo? Yes. No. I mean, I think yes because they well, pick up the, my Thunderbirds. Say, like, if my like, Thunderbirds are two-headed shoot lightning and pick up sperm whales, yes. yeah, like this thing, it could definitely, like, without question, condor, like, no, but yeah, the one that's two miles long, wide, <laughs> the continent bird, yeah, that that's a, that's a definite. Yes. Was that eight? Did we go through eight? Yeah. Wow, that was fast. Oh, hold on, did we? Let's did do we more. Did no, we have two more. All right, Phylacene. No, 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 I'm no, sorry. Tragically, no. They can open their mouths almost the same amount, but nah, they'd be same. friends, but they can't kill it. Okay, oh, here, here's one too. that I thought about a lot. Dobarchu. Seven foot long, hyper vicious river otter that always travels in pairs. See, that's what I'm saying, right? But and that that's kind of an exception to the 1v1 rule, right? Mm-hmm. But, it, but, but I also one, think one could take a hippo. I also agree. Yeah. Especially once they mature into a become a lot monster. Yeah. monster, yeah, definitely. Well, I think that's actually a, uh, later that's we'll, nerfing. We'll, later, we'll get to uh, okay, colossal Claude, who's basically a plesiosaur. <laughs> we'll get to that one. I thought a lot of, and long and hard about the colossal Claude. Yeah. All right, that's uh, it for dwarves. <laughs> Plugmentations. Uh, oh, okay. I'll go first. Um, I actually want to plug uh, Defunct Land, which is a channel on YouTube. I'm sure people have seen it, but it's really great, it and their really podcast good. is very good. So I recommend checking it out. I concur. I as well. You got anything? Uh, I guess the dwarves. There's like a bobblehead of that guy for some reason. <laughs> really? <laughs> called Throbbleheads or Throttleheads. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, get the little so angry good. black dahlia. <laughs> I'm just, gl- I'm just sad I didn't come up with that name myself. I want to be black dahlia. No one's stopping you. What's he gonna do? Just beat you up? That I think it's whoever wins wins. I mean, I guess that's true. You just, I mean, but he's in the punk scene, so he's probably more angry than I am. He's also like pushing fifty five. Oh, okay, all right, I could probably take. It's gotta be, yeah. So, doing research for the uh, this episode. Led me to first the dwarves and then another band because they have a song about astral dwarves. <laughs> All right. There's a metal band called Glory Hammer that is like space metal. It's like fantasy space metal. Yeah. And it, my old theme song, which I'll play a clip of right here. So my old theme song was that uh, Sailor Moon, the German opening for Sailor Moon mixed with uh, Little John. Little John. That was my old theme song. If I <laughs> ever become a wrestler, that's still what I want to play as I enter the ring. But my my other new theme song 
uh, by Glory Hammer is Goblin King from the Darkstorm Galaxy. Goblin King of the Darkstorm Galaxy. So just look up Glory Hammer and fall in love like I did. Do yourself a favor. Take a listen. It's kind of beautiful. And how, how do they find your old one so I can find it? Uh, it's on YouTube. You just put uh, Little John Sailor Man. All right. Little John Sailor Man. <laughs> I can also... I have it also. I just wanted the people to know that how they can find this. Well, I'll, 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 I'll put that, it also on Twitter. Yeah. It's my favorite. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, the, la- the last really good plug recommendation that I can remember was the Zoro anime. Yeah, so so good. Can, Indeed. Uh, okay. Always something to learn. All right. So. Hit us up. At. Fikri on Twitter. F-E-A-C-R-E. And remember, you can send us emails about pretty much anything. You treat our email box like an AMA. Yeah. And just ruin us with emails. Also, if you, you dispute our, our hippo tally. Oh, yeah. Back it up. Comment on Twitter. Don't agree with us. Find us horribly offensive for some reason. Just send us emails. Read it aloud. We probably we'll make take fun your of it. But, uh... Yeah. Also, we have an Instagram. Just featured creatures pretty fun i put i post word art for each episode yep uh, post some what 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 else do i have on there didn't you post that uh beautiful beautiful painting of the you know the hairy hominid that jumped in the freeway <laughs> that i put that on uh that one is on a uh, twitter the very happy bigfoot i have okay so i have pictures of uh some wolfman and uh, gilman figures yeah. And then the worst beef jerky I've ever eaten. All right. Is it atmospheric beef? No, it's Tengu brand beef steak jerky. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, it's just made by some guy who Tengu just brand. had to eat shit so he went Harder crazy and leather. died. <laughs> Actually, I left it uh, uh, since we last talked about it so like over three weeks ago. I just had it the bag open in my pantry. Oh. Uh, it's finally edible. I was going to say it got better somehow. Yeah. It just got softer. <laughs> Remarkable. Took the moisture packet out. <laughs> Let that <laughs> jerky get some moisture in it. Patreon. Sorry. Oh, our, we have a Patreon. Uh, we have bonus episodes. I am a. Uh, I'm going to put one of the behind the scenes thing from Patreon on the regular feed because it had such a good line from Alan in it that I'm making a Uh-oh. sticker. So, you know who you are. It's about atmospheric beasts. <laughs> You know what caused this. You know what's going to end this. <laughs> it's so threatening. And we still have... Uh, contact us. Give us $40 and we'll roast you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, until you tell us to stop roasting you. I'm sure there's a nice one too, but... You know... We're only nice to Bill up. And Super super Fan Maha. Yes. So... Everyone else, I don't know. I guess... So... You're just two feet away from the hippo pit in our eyes. All, all the links to all of our stuff are also in the episode description. Yep. They're all links, so just click away. Why did I do hand motions? That's this how you click away. Guns. Uh, I mean, no finger guns. I was doing like thumbs up. Click it up. <laughs> I remember. With your thumb. Remember, all you have to do to be a cryptozoologist is say you're a cryptozoologist. No known language scurrying around tied up in a basement.